everybody. Welcome back to the Spa Strong Podcast. I'm Royal. I'm Melissa. And this is episode 16. Yay. So we are here with a very special guest. We have Heather Alton, also known as the Mermaid Esty. Heather is a licensed esthetician of more than 10 years, and she is the owner of Live Love Beauty, which is a mermaid-themed spa in Santa Cruz, California. And she is also the creator of Glitter Wax Creations. This is a glitter additive that you can safely add to any of your favorite wax products, and it is going to be launching at the end of the month. So, Heather, hello. Hey. Hi. So excited to be on the podcast. We are so excited to have you. Thank you so much for wanting to be a part of this. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we um we just have to say that Heather is one of our guests who reached out to us to ask if she could be a part of the podcast. And like we keep telling y'all, that is what we want from y'all. We're so excited to have y'all want to be a part of this. We want to hear your stories. We want to be able to celebrate your launches, your products, whatever it is that's going on in your aesthetics career. So thank you, Heather, for recognizing that you could reach out to us. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. Okay, we are so excited to hear more about you, the Mermaid SD. I think that is so awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about your like background, getting into aesthetics, how your mermaid persona came about? We just want to hear all of the details. Yeah. So I've been licensed for 10 years. Um, I did a bunch of different things until I found myself with wanting to do my own business. I really had not had much interest in having my own business. I really was kind of in a space in my life where I wanted to just work for other people. So I worked for makeup brands, um, little small craft kind of bath and body companies, and then went on to European Wax Center. And I was there for seven years. I got very comfortable. And then eventually it just became something that I just didn't really want to do. I wasn't feeling it anymore. And I kind of wanted something for myself. So I branched out and started doing my own thing. I actually started in um, my parents' house out of one of their rooms that I was able to get licensed with the city kind of thing. Um, And the room was actually already like blue. My parents love Hawaii. So it was kind of that theme. And I love mermaids. I love all that. I had blue hair at the time too. So I was like, you know what? I love mermaids. Let me just do this all mermaid theme. And then it kind of just created a bigger aspect from there. So since I had the room, I um, started doing like lashes and trying to do some skincare stuff while I was also working at the wax center, just on like every time that I had time off, you know, at the end of my shift or on my days off, it was exhausting but I knew that I was working for something so it was totally worth it and it ended up being about six months of that and then I decided to go full-time on my own and then basically just like five months into that I ended up getting into my first commercial space so it was very exciting and overwhelming and had no idea what I was doing but I knew that it was something that I wanted to do and then literally about not even like eight months later, now I just moved into a four room place that I completely like renovated into my spot. I'm going to be adding microblading. I'm going to be launching my new product that we're going to be talking about today. So it's just a lot that is going on, but I've done a lot in just the year and a half that I've had my business. So it's all still developing. Oh my gosh. 
That's so awesome. I can't believe that all of this has happened for you within a year and a half. That's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's overwhelming because I also have a four-year-old little boy and I'm married. So it's definitely a struggle to keep everything kind of organized and split my time between everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Balance is balance is hard in this industry, even for single people. And so adding in, a family. I don't have kids, but I can imagine that adding in kids and family and everything else, like that definitely makes it hard to maintain that balance. And, and especially when, I mean, I love how you said that, like, you were exhausted, you were working all of these hours, but you recognize that you were working towards something. And so even though like working 60 hours a week may not be sustainable forever, you're like, okay, I've got to put in these hours now so that then I can be in the position where I open this big spa, I can bring on employees, and then I can cut back on my hours while still reaping the rewards of all the work. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's it's hard because I'm very hard on myself and I, I need to recognize that a little bit more because I, you know, you, it's easy to compare yourself to other people in the industry and stuff, maybe that even don't have kids and you're like, oh man, like I wish I could be at that point or be able to do what they're doing, but it's just so much harder with, you know, having kids, having a family, you know, different living situations. So it's, I've had to kind of remind myself that I need to be patient and do things over time and, they will come if I work hard enough for them, basically. Yes, it's so, so true. Um, but comparison is something that I want to talk about in just a second. But I I like that you said that initially you had no interest in having your own business. You just wanted to work as an esthetician. You were happy to work for other people. You gained great experience. But then you allowed your goals and your vision to evolve and for you to change your mind and realize like, well, actually now I am in a place where I want to go and start my own business and um, have those extra responsibilities. Because I think sometimes we get caught up in, like we graduate aesthetic school and we say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And then we feel like we've kind of based our identity. We've told everybody, oh, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to specialize in waxing, or I'm going to specialize in lashes or whatever. But then as time goes on, we realize we want something different. Sometimes it's hard to allow yourself permission to change courses. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And then that's a little bit different for me, too, because I started doing aesthetic school when I was in regular college. I was going for my business degree and I decided that I was going to just take a semester off and go do this, basically the whole summer and then the rest of the semester doing the beauty school and have that be my thing until I moved on to my business career, essentially. Mm -hmm. So that was originally the plan and it kind of developed into something different. And I decided that that was no longer what I wanted. And I wanted to really pursue the beauty industry and just get serious and dive into some certain things with that and make that my career. Yeah. So did you end up finishing your, um, your business degree? So I have one class left <laughs> um, and I know I will finish it eventually, but it's not something that's like very important to me because I have this and I'm being successful with this. So I know I will go back and finish it eventually just so I can say that I did, but mm-hmm. it's not something that's as important to me anymore. 
Yeah, I I completely understand that because I took a break in my degree and went to aesthetic school and I had zero intention of going back to um, university. And then I eventually went back and yes, it did open up some doors for me to teach and things like that because I finished my degree. But I'm also like, did I really need to do that? <laughs> At least you guys had options. I was failing everything. I was on academic probation. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you about that. Me either. <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, so I uh, I do want to talk, like I said, I do want to talk about comparison. Now, you are so unique. For those of y'all who have not seen Heather before, you are like, this vibrant pinup mermaid. Like you really are. You're yeah. so beautiful <laughs> and you have your colorful hair and your bold eyelid, like everything. And um, I I love that you have this strong sense of unique identity because we do live in this world of social media where so many people are trying to be like everybody else. And so where do you get your sense of like individuality? So I've always been kind of more unique and more kind of edgy with, with things in particular. Um, but I I just, I think it's important to be yourself and to stand out is really important, especially in the beauty industry too. You know, there's everyone has pink and white, you know, for their Instagrams or for their businesses, and which is great if that's what you love and that's the style and look that you want. But that is a very hard way to be able to stand out in your industry and get attention and grow your business. So it's me. I'm unique, yes, but I'm also completely myself. So I'm not doing this for anyone else. Like, this is me. This is how I am. I have purple hair right now. I've had blue hair. I've had red. I've had black. I've had blonde. Like, it's all just doing what you want to do to be yourself and be unique. So I think that's definitely how I've also kind of grown my business too with being unique because you know like I said you can't really stand out if you're just another person out there that looks and acts exactly the same as everyone else yeah um I absolutely love that yeah that was something that I kind of struggled with um within this industry like especially as I came back from the police academy and started spa strong because I have I mean, I don't look like a lot of the other girls. I don't have eyelash extensions. I don't have microbladed eyebrows. I most of the time I'm just wearing like gym clothes and ball caps. But <laughs> I I started feeling intimidated by all of these glamorous, beautiful women in the industry, like our followers and you know, my past students and all you know, these other influencers and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't fit in. I am not this style of girl. And I started really, really falling into comparison and um, feeling kind of bad about myself. And so Royal gave me a firm talking to. (laughs) (laughs) And I fortunately was able to snap out of it and recognize like, okay, this is who I am. I'm unique for a reason. I have a different way of looking at things. I have a different way of carrying myself. And that is good. And that is valuable. And the people who need to hear me will listen to me regardless of the fact that I don't have hair extensions, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about the thing about me. 
this industry. Oh yeah, you you're a you're an enigma. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm completely different. That's like, true. That's so. I sometimes I think about what people think of me, like hearing me or like being in this industry now. I'm just yeah, you're not gonna find me really. No, but but I look at somebody like you who is unique, and somebody like Heather who is unique, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that you're so unique. I love that individuality that you have, that you have this fresh perspective, you have your fresh style, all of that. And then I need to remember to turn that admiration back on to myself and give myself that permission as well. Okay. Now that we've talked about my insecurities, let's move on. Um, <laughs> basically, well, I just want to add, I just want to add to that. Just saying that, you know, everyone online and and in their businesses, I mean, they're all just trying to do their best. So whatever that means to you to do your best or to look your best and act your however you want to be, I think that's important. And you shouldn't feel like you have to do it a certain way or be a certain person or certain way. You know, just be yourself and do it your own way and you'll attract the people that you're meant to attract. So I think it's, you know, people kind of have to give themselves a little like reality check. Like, yeah, you can admire those kind of people like that but is it realistic for you or even them to actually be that way all the time so as I try personally to be as authentic and as you know inspiring as possible on my own without being completely fake basically yeah and I think you totally hit the nail on the head the only thing that is sustainable is authenticity like you can't if you're putting on an act you can't keep that up forever in every situation with every circle. And so the only way that you can be authentic and straightforward across the board is if you are authentic, like be yourself. And um, it does make life a lot easier. That's for sure. Yeah. I think that's practice though. Mm -hmm. Like you have to work at that. I think because you can get caught in situations where you act, but I think, yeah, being authentic, it has to become a habit. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, and it's definitely a habit worth cultivating. That's for sure. Um, so you were like, okay, I love mermaids. Where did your love of mermaids come? Is that something from your childhood? Or- so I, yeah, I mean, in general, I've always loved uh, mermaids, unicorns, you know, all the like sparkly, girly kind of stuff out there. But I do also live in a beach town. So it's, you know, that inspired uh, for the beach and the ocean. And I have grown up going to Hawaii regularly throughout my childhood and continue to. So it's something that is just, it's me. You know, I love mermaids. I love the beach. I love all of that. The colors that are associated with it and just the being unique and kind of like magical, mystical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how old you are, but um, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with Lisa Frank. You oh yes yeah <laughs> all the colorful unicorns and cheetahs and everything like that um I've definitely grown into more of like a neutral tone person now but um see I still love the Lisa Frank stuff <laughs> yeah that doesn't surprise me at all <laughs> you have to be your inner child too you know <laughs> no that that is definitely true that's definitely true um, I think that's come out a little bit more for me, too, since I've had my son. Like, I'm able to kind of enjoy that stuff. Like, I love going to Disneyland. I love doing all that kind of things with him. So it's, I had a really good, fun childhood with a lot of different things like that. So 
I want to try to do that with him and being able to relive it for myself. You know, it's, it's fun. Yeah, I love that. I love that you're able to look at it and be like, oh, this is a great opportunity for me to like reconnect with all the fun that I had when I was a kid and now give him those same experiences as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Okay. So tell us a little bit about how you got the idea for Glitter Wax Creations. Okay, so Glitter Wax Creations, um, I'm going to be launching it in a couple of weeks here. And then it's basically, I started using um, glitter in my wax. And I basically started doing that because I started using Starco wax. I started using the clear wax. And I was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with this wax. I love it, but it's so boring. (laughs) (laughs) Just being like clear. I'm like, "Uh, this isn't me. Um, And I was literally like, I think I was like an Ulta or something. And I was looking at like those like stupid, like non-professional, like glam glow kind of masks, you know, that have like the glitter masks. And I'm like, man, I wish I had like, there was like some professional glitter masks or glitter something out there. And I was like, you know what, what about adding glitter to wax? Like, I wonder how that would work or if it would look or if it would just not work at all. And I just started kind of experimenting with that. And I kind of fell in love with it. (laughs) I started posting videos and getting some people's attention and just kind of being like, wow, like I've never seen that before. Even Starpill said like, we've never seen anyone add glitter to their wax. Like you are the glitter wax pioneer. And I'm like, okay, I'll take it. (laughs) So it was just a very interesting thing. I love sparkle. I love shiny things. I'm easily distracted. You know, I'm like, oh, shiny. Like, (laughs) so I love, you know, the aspect of being able to add something in and it was making it even more of my unique kind of mermaid themed kind of aesthetic basically so I started doing research on it and you know found out there's different kinds of glitter out there that um, would not be good for this situation you know glitter that can melt in the wax or that it could be um, hurting your client putting it on them Mm. as well as like the color of the glitter bleeding into your wax so I wanted to make sure that I wasn't ruining my wax Um, you know, because wax is expensive. You spend a lot of money on wax and you don't want it to ruin the wax. You don't want to hurt your client, but it's also something really cool to do. So I created Glitter Wax Creations and it has four different blends um, and there's two different sizes. So it's glitter additive that you can add into whatever brand or type of wax that you use that is your favorite. So you do not have to buy another brand of you know wax out there that just has glitter in it you can use whatever your favorite wax is you can add glitter to it to have it be sparkly shiny attract new clients new followers everything and just have fun be sparkly and just kind of enjoy your waxing experience even more I think that is so fun like okay (laughs) we look on Instagram and you see you know sometimes you see pink wax or most of the time it's like the regular kind of yellow beige honey kind of wax and then or the blue hard wax um and you don't see glitter you don't see things that make waxing fun and waxing is you know it's painful it's not exactly the most pleasant experience and so if you can add something to make it a little more special like that's awesome Absolutely. I've I've had multiple new clients that found me on Instagram because of the glitter wax. And they're like, 
oh my god she has glitter wax we have to try her so yeah it's really cool and I like kept having people come across me like that and I'm like oh wow this is pretty cool you know I was doing it just for me but if it's going to attract new clients and interest like that's a great way to do it you know it's attracting people to you yeah okay I want to try it I know Like, I will send you guys one. <laughs> thank you. We'd love to try it. I've been trying to convince Royal to. I I waxed one strip on his legs one time, and he cried like a baby. So I haven't done it. Since. Yeah, it hurts. That's how so funny. Were you Were you using hard wax? No, I used a soft. Wait, did I use hard wax or soft I, wax? I don't know. It hurt. It's been a long time. That's. I mean, it's it's literally been. I think we weren't even married yet. We were still just dating. Yeah, it was green though. I remember. Oh, that. so it was hard wax. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just did a yeah, quick little see, strip. I, in in my business, I only use hard wax. So I'm like a hard wax expert, basically. I don't mm-hmm. use any of the other things. But I wanted to create this product that everyone could use in any kind of wax. So I've had people really excited to try it in sugaring paste, too. And, oh. um, you know, soft wax is going to be good. It's not going to show up as well as in hard wax. But any kind of wax brand is going to be really good for this. So I'm I'm excited to try that and kind of see what people use it in and how they do it. Um, different glitter blends that I have, the four different ones, they are all different. So the four different blends, there's my favorite that is uh, called Born to Sparkle. So that one is like a silver holographic blend that looks incredible in literally any kind of colored wax. Mm-hmm. Then there's um, Boss Babe. So this one is a rose gold blend. So this one is like amazing in clear, orange, coral, pink, you know, any of those kind of cool ones. Um, mermaid at heart. Of course, I had to have a mermaid one. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that one is great. You know, and I love it in clear. That's what I personally use in my uh, Star Pill Star Soft Clear Wax. Um, and that one is really great in, you know, in blue and clear and all different ones. I recently tried it in a new black wax and it looks really cool in black wax. And then the last one is Unicorn Vibes. So that brings back my unicorn and mermaid love. But the unicorn blend is kind of a a gold pink kind of really girly sparkly kind of one that is amazing in pink especially but also you know clear and any of them can be used in clear and black as well that I've tried so they're all just really awesome and I'm really excited to kind of try all different combinations and for people to be able to see you know which ones are their favorite which ones stand out or that they like best and see how everyone loves them yeah okay so before we even got to talk to each other um I was looking at the glitter wax creations instagram and when I was reading the the names of the colors and looking at the different uh, glitter colors, I was not surprised by any of them at all. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't even talked to her yet. And I know that these are all like so Heather, just the names that were picked <laughs> and the color combinations, like they're all so cute. I am. I'm, I'm crazy about them. I think they're awesome. Now I have a question. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, real quick. Um, so when, when you wax, when a person gets waxed, why do the... Why does the waxer put their hand on top of the skin after they just waxed it? What does that do? Sorry. So when you pull the wax off and you put your hand on. So applying pressure after pulling off the wax strip will help ease the pain. So, you know, when like you, you hit your knee or stub your toe or something like that, and you just want to like hold it because it hurts, like Uh it helps ease the pain. 
allegedly. No, it does. Okay. <laughs> if, if someone else is waxing me, they better put pressure on afterwards. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Heather, you're like, uh, no, really, it works. <laughs> my fault. I, I just have that quick question. Go ahead, continue. Yeah. I saw it yesterday and I was like, why are they doing this? Um, no, it, it definitely helps. Um, okay, so the does the does it leave glitter on the skin? No. So oh, with okay. especially with the hard wax, especially the glitter is completely encased within the wax. So applying it onto the skin, you're not going to have any glitter left on the skin at all. And that may be disappointing to some people who want a little glitter coochie, you know. Everyone's <laughs> different, but that's what I was thinking. <laughs> but for most people, they don't really want the glitter on them, um, but they do want to see it and love it and kind of play with it. So it's a fun way to put it into your wax pots and be able to play with it, doing videos, um, you know, putting it on people and doing all that. But it does not change how the wax works, how it um, functions. You would never want to add too much to change the consistency of the wax that's for sure but it does not leave it on there it won't do any of that kind of stuff okay and does um does it come with instructions like how much to add like what ratios of glitter to add to wax and things like that so the thing is is you can add as little or as much as you want to the wax so Mm -hmm. I will for sure be telling people that you know it it is completely up to you. There is no specific measurements. I'm not going to be able to tell someone what to do. I want them to be able to experiment and try what they like. If they want to add a little bit more or just do a teeny bit just to see how it looks, it's completely up to you. It's a, like a customizable kind of thing. I've mixed the different blends. I've done different things on their own. I've tried all different things. So it's, it's completely up to the person who wants to try what they want. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You just created something awesome. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. I think that we're you know, I my brain was always kind of like I don't know, just um how do I want to say this? Like when you go to trainings that talk about, you know, selling something, they're like, make sure that it solves a need, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that's so <laughs> fucking boring. Like, I'm sorry. That is so boring. Why Why can't I create something that's just fun? And so then when I was looking at your wax product, you know, for one example, I mean, you look at, like, I specialized in eyelash extensions when I was seeing clients. And so now on Amazon, they have these cute glittery mascara wands. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my clients would have gone crazy over this. <laughs> and it doesn't solve a need I mean it does kind of like obviously wax you remove the hair or with a mascara wand you're brushing out the eyelash extensions but we're willing to pay more for something fun and something unique and it's about the experience you know and I exactly I love that I think that that is so cool that you were like you know what let's increase the experience like let's make this fun let's make this special and I'm gonna do glitter wax I think that's so cool yeah yeah, the (laughs) the need is happiness yeah, exactly. oh my gosh, that's such a good point, Royal. Yes, that is yeah, so and that's, true. That's definitely my kind of motto. Is it's like I want to make the world a glitterier place, basically. So it's making one person happier with glitter at a time. You know, it's like kind of like giving that little reach of happiness and excitement and fun to every person. So it's it's just something to be able to have fun with. Yes, it's not something that you need for your wax. 
And I've had people ask, like, is this something that you need to put into your wax? Or how has this changed the waxing experience? And it's, it's how you feel. You want yeah. people to be excited to get waxed. You know, it's not like someone, you know, is super excited to have their hairs ripped out. You know, right. a lot of people love it and want it and get it done all the time. But something like this to make it a little bit more of a fun, unique experience and make them remember you specifically is really important in the industry because that's another way for you to be able to stand out and for them to remember you and attract more of their friends to come to you as well. Yeah, I think that's such a good idea. Um, I uh, I was just thinking about how like when I get waxed, um, I don't really watch what she's doing. I just you know lay my head back and have a conversation and don't really pay attention to her technique or what she's doing down there. And I'm like, if I, if she had glitter in her wax, I would be watching it and I would be, and and I feel like that would make me appreciate her work more. Like our clients will pay attention while we're putting the wax on because it's pretty. And they'll be like, oh, wow. Like, look at all the detail and look how good she is at her job. You know? Yeah. Which- no, especially. <laughs> I, I have a lot of my clients who like when I use it on them and they know that I'm using the glitter wax because that's what they love. Like they, they want to see the strip. <laughs> they yeah. want to see it after I pull it off. <laughs> and honestly, for a lot of people, especially like my Brazilian clients and stuff like that, like I do kind of like to show them the strips, especially when it's one that I'm excited about. I'm like, oh my God, look how much I just got up right here. And they're like, oh my God, like people always, they told me, they're like, I love when you show me the, the strips with all the hair on it. So with like the, the glitter, it's just some another aspect of that. Like they're excited about it and they want to be able to kind of enjoy it and be in it with you basically. Yeah. I think that's so awesome. I am. I remember when I was in aesthetic school, I did a nose wax on this lady. And I was always so excited about the strip. And, you know, when you do a nose wax, you pull it out and you're like, oh, my gosh, look at the Christmas tree. And um, so I pulled it out and I was like, wow, look. And I put it in front of her face and she was like, that's disgusting. Get that out of my face and knocked my hand out of her way. And then I was like, oh, I guess people aren't ex- as excited about this as I am. So I never yes. showed another client my waxing strip. But I love that you show your clients because, I mean, I think it's cool. I know I'm not the only person who thinks it's cool out there. Yeah, I mean, I, you have to kind of gauge your client too. You yes. know, if you don't think that they would seem like someone who would be interested or care about that, then maybe not be so excited about showing them that. <laughs> but other people who are showing an interest or... I have a lot of clients and especially followers who love watching like I do ingrown hair removal videos and that kind of stuff. And they love that. So there's those certain kind of people who really enjoy that kind of stuff. You got to give them what they want. (laughs) It's so true. Are you not entertained? (laughs) (laughs) Are you not entertained? Um, No, absolutely. I'm, I'm all about this. No, I do have to be totally honest. I am like, I think glitter is so beautiful and pretty, but I don't like it on me. And so I am very happy to hear that it does not leave glitter residue on you um, because that that would make me personally absolutely crazy. But I'm like, I want to be able to enjoy the experience of seeing it. I just don't yeah. want to have to carry the glitter around with me all day long. So. Yeah. And it, it's also in a little um, pouch that is, you know, zipper kind of resealable kind of thing. So it's completely easy to use. You basically just kind of tap it into the wax with that and you never really have to get it on your hands. So it's not something that you're having to like 
sprinkle in with your hands or anything like that. It's easy pour in, easy applying, everything to where you could never get glitter on you. I mean, I don't know. I, I love having glitter on me. So <laughs> I guess that's different. But <laughs> I know a lot of people do. So but um but I, I it sounds like you just thought everything out. You did not leave any rock unturned. You're like, okay, how are we going to make this safe? How are we going to keep this effective? I don't want to affect the um, efficacy of the wax. I want to make sure that it isn't messy, you know, all that kind of stuff. I just think that like you've obviously put so much time in perfecting this product. Yeah. And I wanted to do it to where, I mean, originally it started with just me and I wanted to make sure I was protecting my own wax and not screwing something up with some stupid idea that I didn't even know would actually work yet yeah and it ended up being incredible so I'm really glad that I tried it but there are certain ones like I had to do the research and finding all the different materials that um would not you know melt and have issues in the wax to be able to ruin it so that is important so a lot of like cheap craft glitter and stuff out there like that is not good for the wax like you are risking the wax and hurting your client so I just want to make sure that people know like people have asked like, what, why is it different than me just adding my own glitter into the wax? It's because of what I have done and the research and the testing that I have done to make sure that this blends and the colors and everything is not going to ruin it or hurt someone. So it, it is different. So I want to make sure that people know, you know, it's, it's something that I've put my heart into, basically. And it's something that I, I'm a perfectionist. So I really wanted to make sure that this was something that was going to be good, and that would work and people would like and really be interested in before I actually launched it. So it's, it's been a process. And it's been really interesting <laughs> being able to do all of this. But I'm really excited to be able to have it available for everyone here soon. And I hope everyone enjoys it just as much as I do. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I like how people are asking you how come they can't put their own uh, glitter in. And you're like, listen, don't get your don't get your glitter from Michael's Arts and Crafts. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, how long did it take you to do the research and then the creation? Like when you realized I got it. Like how long? How how long did that take? Um. So I. I started doing this probably it was almost like two years ago that I started working into it and kind of creating the idea of it. Um, and I did actually, I, I had my smaller wax pot at first, like the little tiny ones or like the juju warmers kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I normally, I use like the big, like five pound ones for my normal clients, but I didn't want to test in those to be able to ruin the wax. So mm -hmm. I did actually have a batch that was bleeding the color. And I was like, Oh my God, what did I do? Like what happened? Like, so I needed to just make sure that like what I was doing. So I was like, okay, obviously this isn't just a an easy thing to do to be able to find whatever to put in your wax. You know, it has to be sanitarily handled. It has to be able to make sure that you know what you're doing with it. And it, it was, it was a process for me. So I did a lot of the research online, different, all different wholesalers, different things that um, people would use and do for it and their recommendations. And then I did testing of all the different ones. I tested the different blends to see what colors I wanted. I kind of put it all in there and, it's been a very interesting process of literally finding all those details and creating the blends and then literally figuring out the packaging, the logo, the social media, everything. So it, it takes a while, 
but I wanted to take my time and do this. Like I didn't even start the Instagram for this until about two months ago. So it's, it's something that has been working on for a while. And I just really wanted to perfect it with the look. And I think that's something that everyone loves, you know, people, if they love how something looks, then they're more intrigued to try it and then they'll fall in love with it. So it's down to the packaging. I have holographic little packaging that I send out to people for the mailers. Like it's kind of a whole experience basically. And that's how I wanted it to be. (laughs) I think it's so great. Um, Okay. So you said that it is launching the end of the month. Where can people purchase this product? Is it all online? How, how can they go about getting it? Yeah, so it will be online. Um, it will be when it's launching, the website will be up. So it's not up yet. Um, I wanted to make sure that, you know, we went through all the testing products and everything with the, the website and everything too, to make sure that no one had any issues. Because this is, you know, important for that. Right. <laughs> um, but right now, you can go on Instagram at Glitter Wax Creations. Um, and it's going to show everything that is all different kinds of wax and different blends and everything on there. So if you go and follow that page, then it'll kind of stay tuned for the announcements of the um, launch. And I will be doing a pre-launch giveaway as well for more people to be able to be excited about it and try it as well. Um, but I that page is also connected to my personal page. So it's live love beauty SC for Santa Cruz where I live. And it's just everything that is all about me and my business. I have the YouTube page um, that is the mermaid SD and I'll be adding glitter wax kind of videos to there as well. But for right now it's going to be the Instagram and then it'll be the website for everyone to purchase on. Awesome. Awesome. That is so perfect. So we will be sure to link all of that information into the episode notes so that y'all have no confusion. You can know exactly where to connect with Heather, but also where to get the glitter wax creations. Um, real quick, I wanted to talk a little bit about like empowerment. You know, you are a, you're a mom, you're a woman, you're a business owner. What helps you feel empowered to you know, create this life and to run this business and do you know this new product and everything like that? So I've always been really big into women's empowerment in general. I've been really passionate about that um, throughout, you know, my whole life. Like I've done, even in like high school, did little papers on it and everything. Like it's, awesome. it's important. Like I never saw myself as someone who would just you know sit home and have someone else take care of them like I wanted to be my own kind of person and my own career my own make my own name that kind of thing um becoming a mom you know it's I have times where I'm like man I wish I could just you know stay at home with my kids and and be with them and kind of have a little bit easier time with that but it's it's also like, no, I want something for myself. I want to be able to do this. It's fun. It's my passion. I love doing it. I love making women and especially moms feel as comfortable and confident in their own skin as possible. And whatever I can do to make that happen, I that's what I want to do. And I think that's important for people to realize. It's like some people compare themselves to others or feel bad about themselves. And it's like, no, you need to do whatever you need to do to make you feel good about yourself. And that should not be from someone else. You know, like I've always hated 
the like media stuff on like being perfect women and like the photoshopping stuff like you have to realize how unrealistic that is and you have to be your best self but doing that in the best way that you can be you can't compare yourself to other people and get down on yourself just do whatever makes you feel happy and makes you you know feel you Yes. I love that. I love that you said, do what you need to do to feel great about yourself. Like we all deserve to feel wonderful about ourselves, to have self-esteem. And I think that it's so fantastic that your business is centered around, you know, helping women feel great about themselves. And I'm sure you have male clients as well, but, um, but like being that source of this is a safe place. I'm here to help you feel wonderful about yourself, to encourage you. But then also by having your own business, you have your own sense of identity. Like you, um, yes, you are a mom and yes, you are a wife and you know, yes, you have other responsibilities and aspects of your life, but this is something that is yours and that you can hold on to. And I just think that that's so important for everybody to have in their lives yeah and and whatever that means for them in their lives too you know whether Mm -hmm. they're a working mom or a stay-at-home mom or someone who's just trying to build their business as a businesswoman or trying to figure out what they want I mean I've had so many clients who like unfortunately they say like especially for Brazilian wax they're like he better appreciate this I'm doing this for him and it's like no "No, you should not be thinking of it that way like Maybe that is someone the first time maybe doing it for someone else. But most of my clients and people I've dealt with have started to see that, no, this is something for them. Like, who cares about the other person? If you're with someone that is really, you know, good to you and you love, like, they shouldn't care about that. You should be doing stuff for yourself. Do it to make you feel good and you feel comfortable in your own skin. You shouldn't live up to what other people are expecting or wanting from you. It's what do you want? What do you want? Do you want to get lash extensions? Do you want to have that little something extra without the work, especially for moms is great. But you know, waxing skincare is really important. It's not just a getting rid of something. It's a preventative kind of thing. So people need to be aware that there's no shame in doing things to make you feel good about yourself. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's important to remember that there's no, there shouldn't be shaming in getting people to do these things. So, you know, you referred to, you have some clients who come in that get their Brazilian wax. They're like, I'm doing this for him. You know, there's probably some kind of element of shame in that. And I do see sometimes estheticians kind of utilizing some shaming tactics into getting into attracting waxing clients, like Mm -hmm. talking, you know, really negatively about body hair. Um, just using some verbiage that I think is like making them not feel good about themselves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I have the feeling that you're not one of those people that you don't use those kinds of tactics that you're like, okay, I am here for you. If this is what you want, you shouldn't be here for anybody else. Shouldn't be here for me. Um, this is good for you. If it's something that you want to do to feel great about yourself. Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I think that that's, um, that's really, really great. But also, and I, I think it, I, sorry, I think it's important for people to realize like what empowerment means to them too. So everyone has a different opinion and different, you know, experience with that. 
I am very big on the women's empowerment, but becoming a mom, I'm very big on the mom's empowerment as well, because moms go through things that no one could ever understand unless you're a mom. So I, you know, people have a hard time with different things in business with being a mom. And I just want people to know that it's like, whatever anyone is ever feeling like it's normal. Like so many people think that they're this like super hairy beast or that something is just totally wrong with them. But people are way too hard on themselves in that aspect. And it's important for people to realize that you are not that different from anyone else out there. And so it's empowerment means to you whatever you want it to mean. So I I just think that's important. And I also have done events in the past and continue to do women's empowerment events. And it's all different events that I do um, about, you know, just what is empowerment to you and how can you make that feel good? Like I had a director of a burlesque team be the speaker for that. I'm going to be having someone who's like a um, self-defense kind of person too. So I, in all aspects of my business, promote, you know, empowerment of women and moms and just being the best and feeling your best that you possibly can. I love it. Are you, um, are you going to let us know about your next event? I want to come now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's all just at, you know, my spa. So it's more of a small kind of uh, get together kind of thing with local people. So it's not like a big conference or anything. Okay, that's fine. Who knows for the future, you know? (laughs) How far away, how far is Santa Cruz from LA? It's about about six hours. Yeah. Oh, it's six hours? I was going to say two. Yeah, it's about six hours. It's It's like going up north. Like yeah, all the way it, to it, San Francisco? In, um, it's about an hour and a half away from San Francisco. So it's between like Monterey Bay and San Francisco. Oh, yep. okay. I Oh, you know what? I'm thinking Santa Barbara. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Santa Barbara's an hour and a half. Oh, <laughs> see, that's all right. Because I was like, well, we can drive an hour and a half to go to one of your little <laughs> events. I want to go. All right. Maybe in the future. We can <laughs> yeah. still drive there. Yeah, we can. I love San Francisco. That's my favorite city well, of all well, time. We're going to Santa Cruz. We're not going to San Francisco. Well, I know, but yeah. then we could also just take the scenic route up to San Francisco Negative. after. Okay. Negative. Back on Yeah, topic. C- come visit me. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, I'm also making a plan to kind of push myself to be a little bit more in the professional world. So I'm going to be doing different things. I'm going down to the Pretty Ambitious Summit from Sheila Bella next weekend. I'm going to be hopefully maybe going to the Vegas uh, skin show and doing the skin games. Like I'm trying to kind of do a bunch of different things. So there is opportunities that we could possibly meet and other people, if they ever see me or come across me, I'd love to be able to meet people and say hi, take pictures, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to be in Vegas for the IECSC got a booth but unless it gets canceled like new york just did this past weekend i know oh god i hope not i mean that's that's a while from now so it should be hope calm down yeah <laughs> that's what that's what we're hoping for also um okay awesome so we always like to end our episodes by asking our guests what boundaries balance health and safety mean to them so could you uh, briefly talk about that for a minute Yeah. So, I mean, for boundaries for me personally right now, I think it's pushing my own boundaries and kind of pushing myself to do more and discover and be more kind of thing. It's Mm -hmm. it's hard because you can be kind of in your own head about a lot of things, but you need to kind of get past that and kind of push yourself to do more. I know a lot of people, especially on social media, have a really hard time showing their face. And I know a lot of people struggle with that. It's like the most common thing that people ask about. But it's it's important to just kind of push yourself to 
do more. You might not be perfect. You might feel really awkward about different things, but you practice makes perfect, you know? So you have to push yourself and push your boundaries to get out of your comfort zone because nothing, you know, amazing has ever happened in your comfort zone. (laughs) Right. And then for balance for me, I think it's trying to balance work and family is definitely a struggle for me. So I, I try to, I continue with that. You know, this is all very happening in the moment and there can be struggles with that, trying to balance, you know, work and getting your stuff done. Like, especially with my stuff, like I have to take some stuff home. I have to be able to be on my phone and computer and do stuff at home, but I also have to be able to give my son the attention with limited, you know, childcare and my husband and everything. So it's, it's hard, but you got to try to find that balance. (laughs) Um, and then the health aspect, I think for me, especially lately is more of like a mental health kind of balance because it's really hard with being business owner and whatever other hats you're kind of holding, um, to be able to, you know, stay on your literal health, but also like mental health is a really big kind of issue for a lot of people. And it can really kind of get you down. It can get you major anxiety. Like I have all that kind of stuff. I get in my head a lot and I definitely, the past few weeks have been very, very overwhelming for me with the past few months as well with moving into my new location of the four rooms. Like I'm just now getting renters in. I'm trying to launch my new brand. I have all these different things going on. So it's, you have to kind of check yourself and make sure that, you know, you're doing good. You need to reach out to other people to talk if you need to, but it's once again, like it's however you're feeling is normal. Other people have felt that way. So you can't feel like you're this like freak that no one would understand. Like you, other people do understand. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, the safety aspect, it can mean a couple of different things, you know, like the literal health and everything that's been going on. I think people just need to kind of take their precautions on normal flu season kind of stuff as well. And that's really all we can do at this point, you know, is just be careful washing your hands or maybe do like the other day with my client we did like a little butt bump instead of like hugging or like shaking (laughs) hands you know so it's like do your own thing but you can't get swept up in hysteria and kind of get real crazy with that you know be be careful in the safety of your clients literally with sanitary aspects of your business and um, all your procedures and everything I think is really important for safety of everyone Yes. Oh, I love it. I love everything you said. Um, and especially like your, your take on boundaries, because we usually see boundaries in the opposite direction, like making sure that you're implementing boundaries when you don't have any, but I love how you talk about how it's important to also push yourself outside of your own personal boundaries sometimes, because like you can't grow if you're in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And so as long as you're not pushing boundaries in areas that would um, like affect your safety or your mental health or your, you know, anything like that. Like if you have personal walls that you've built up because of insecurities, it is important to push past those boundaries so that you can actually learn and grow and see what you're capable of. So I love that approach on it. I think that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, you have to have all of those different things is going to mean something different to everyone, but you have to, you know, stand your ground and have your own boundaries, obviously, in your own business. But the other side of it is important, too, to be able to push yourself and do more, but never, you know, something 
that you're not comfortable with. But honestly, doing new things can be very uncomfortable, but great things can come from it. So you never know something that you're going to love and fall in love with and get excited about until you actually try it. Yeah, I think that is such great advice, Um, especially, you know, a lot of our listeners are in aesthetic school or brand new estheticians. And this is advice that they need to hear because there is a lot, um, there are, are a lot of options of what you can do in this industry, but we also all come with our own bags full of insecurities and fears. And you're never going to know what you can do and the impact you can make and the passion that you can find in this industry if you don't put yourself out there and just try it. Yeah, absolutely. And especially for new estheticians and new people to the business, you know, it's, there's a lot out there. So I mean, if someone knows that they want to go off and start their own business, that is great. If they know that they want to do that, go ahead. But for everyone else, it's, I think it's important to have some time to work for other people to try all different aspects of the business to see what they really love. Because if I if I hadn't worked for other people and done that for so many different years, like I wouldn't have all the customer service skills and what to do with different bad situations or how to work with other people and trying new products and learning new things. Like on your own is very, you know, it's overwhelming and it can be really lonely. So doing that straight out of school is not the best option for everyone. So just know, you know, if you go that route and it's not good for you, you can always go and work for someone else as well. You're not, you know, being a failure. You're just trying new things. But for everyone else, you know, try different stuff. Work for a chain. Work for another company. Be a a product rep. Like, try different things. Do whatever you need to do to find what you really love to do. And then you'll enjoy the whole process a lot more instead of feeling the pressure that, you're not quite sure you're ready for. Yes, such great advice. Absolutely. Um, Heather, thank you so much for being here with us. We have loved hearing about your mermaid spa. We've loved hearing about glitter wax creations and just the input that you have shared about empowerment, about you know getting out of your comfort zone and creating what you want in you know, in the industry and in the world and everything. So thank you again for thank you. being a part of this. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited. I'm I'm excited for what this year for me has to come. I'm really excited for 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, it's my year. So yeah, it's it's push yourself. Make it make it your year. I have more things that are gonna be coming and I'm really excited about it. But I I really my love is waxing and I do all the you know lash extensions facials all the other stuff as well but I love waxing and I will be doing some wax trainings in the future too I hope to get some online wax training stuff going I do in person and everything so it's you know I can do mentoring sessions for other estheticians as well you know if you just need the motivation and the kind of little push and the help with that like I'm I'm here for everyone who needs anything I love it. And once again, we'll be sure to link all of Heather's contact information in the episode notes so that you can get in touch with her if you want to take advantage of any of the awesome resources that she has available. All right. Thanks, Heather. We will talk to you you soon. Yeah. And I hope everyone enjoys the glitter wax creations when they make their order. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. At the end of the month.